0: He was born in a shotgun shack, just off old Santillo Drive, Tupelo, Mississippi. The year was January 1935. His mirror twin, Jesse, well, he didn't survive. They buried him in a shoebox under the gum tree. At least now there was enough milk for one of them to thrive. They came under the class of trailer park trash, Scots-Irish Cherokee, but to the wider world he would become better known as Mr. Elvis Aaron Presley, he was fed on gospel, gumbo and the guitar, nobody knew back then that this poor white boy was going to be such a superstar. He started out busking Beale Street as a tin Alley bum. Then he led the revolution against the apartheid by beating the rhythm and blues rebel drum. The secretary at Sun Records signed and sealed his fate after she heard him cut a disc for his mama's birthday on a forty-cent seventy-eight. Not bad for a redneck rockabilly who sang and stole the black man's blues. By 1957, they'd got him dressed in a gold tuxedo and blue suede shoes. He played anvil chords over the striptease bass. Later, he added some chantouses, a sore throat sax. That's when Sinatra called him an absolute disgrace. But this band from the Dixieland they rocked the rail cars and the roadhouse bars all the way from Texas back up to Yosemite and Utah. He was the epitome of the all American dream. He'd risen out of purgatory and poverty to now grace the eardrums of presidents and queens. Everywhere he played, they called out the National Guard. A Florida judge warned him. "'Boy, you tow the land. Any more hells a-poppin' and you will do a little jail-time.' They pressed him into military service at Fort Hud. It was there that this gut-bucket G.I. found out that his poor old mama was gonna die. He left all broken-hearted and headed back over to Hollywood, there, that his manager sold his soul to the studios as some second-rate C movie stud.